Hey everybody and welcome to the Guinea Pig Podcast. My name is Joshua Sanchez, aka Captain, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Nathan Chirapata, aka Maverick. And it's Thursday, July 6th. Thursday, July 6th. That is the date. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been. Happy 4th of July, by the way. Happy 4th. You have all your digits? I did. I just went rock climbing. There you go. You need those for rock climbing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and just to let everybody know that's listening, we've moved to Zoom and we're liking it. We can see each other while we're talking now. Yep. Still have not physically met in person, but at least I can see you. Yeah. There were some some plans with Sinostone to come, but I haven't heard from her about that. So. Okay. Sinostone being one of our friends on Overwatch, one of our clan, our group. What do we even call it? I don't just, know. It was like a team. Yeah, team. Team's good. Team's good. We're not trying to get all extra about Overwatch, dude. It's a it's a collection of people that also like to play a team. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's going on? Is it time for the segment of Where's Maverick? It is. Uh, yeah, I'm in Tempe, Arizona. What is it on Saturday? I'm going to go to the clinic or to the hair salon. Right. In Gilbert, Arizona, guy and gal and do some Botox there. Right on. Did you get some signups? I've got a couple. Got very a nice. Couple very people nice. Coming. So, so what you're trying to say is there is still opportunity if you are in Tempe, Gilbert, Arizona area to go to Guy and Gal Salon and come see come see me. From the hours of? 9 a.m. till I, I mean, I've stayed as long as 5 p.m. So you're here, yeah. here, ladies and gentlemen and folks. He is willing to spend the night. If you uh, have been drinking all night long, it's 2 a.m. and you're going, you know what? could use some filler you know i my i see crinkles in my forehead you know just give them a call are we going to post your personal uh phone number on this podcast or not today okay. negative that's a negative i'm um, seeing him shaking his head and uh <laughs> is that a milwaukee bucks shirt dude it is what? oh yeah you're from wisconsin dude yeah man oh my i thought they were gonna i thought this was the year to be honest oh well, you know to be honest dude another Sponsor of ours, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, they play at Pfizer Forum, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We uh, uh, have reached out to Giannis Antetokounmpo's manager. They haven't gotten back to us yet. He won't be uh, featured on this podcast. I'm sorry to disappoint. I know everybody was expecting it. You know, guinea pig podcast, Giannis, and ah, he's a talking to guy. Captain and, and Maverick. Yeah, uh, I mean, we are Captain Maverick, by the way. So it was slightly offensive, but like, I'm still a fan. Yeah, I understand. So you're in, you're at home. I'm still over here in Wilsonville, Oregon. And yeah, what so what else has been going on other than your uh, your clinic and everything like that? Uh just looking for for jobs around Arizona. Maybe one in Louisiana. Louisiana, dude. Yeah. I've been. I'd love to go back. I'd love to go to shout out to um where did you go? Giacomo's. I think it's off. Uh, it's over in the French Quarter area. The oh, best carpet bagger steak I've ever had. So oh. good. I miss the cook. I miss the food there. It was so good. Oh, the the food there is ridiculous. It's good, like, especially the fried food, crawfish broils. Oh yeah. Yeah. See if yeah. you can get a job there, man. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. Oh yeah. What have you been? Uh, you bet. You haven't been. Turn it on your PlayStation because it doesn't exist anymore. Isn't that right? 
Yeah. Okay. I'm still looking. I might get a PlayStation Five, but he's he wants back in the Overwatch. He wants back into the fold. He well, how team is is the game getting any better? Getting any worse? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel like it's always stayed frustrating and always will. But I feel like they made some cool adjustments to the algorithm for matchmaking. They kind of like leveled out some overpowered players like Cass and um, Ramatra. Things like that. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Overwatch. This is nerd speak. Go ahead and set your headphones down if you don't care. Turn your volume up if you play. Uh, you know, you know how it is to rank up. It was like forever, and then yesterday I went five and zero. So it's been it, to me, it's been better. But you know, it's not as good, man. It's not as good without Maverick on my team. Oh, that's true. If they brought two tanks back, I would be in. They what was I looking at um. Overwatch League or Overwatch Instagram or something like that where somebody said that they created a custom game mode in the custom game mode creator where they're bringing back 6v6 and the original maps. That would actually be kind of cool. I, I know we can do open queue and do two tanks. Yeah, That's right. Not on Hanamura. What? No. Hanamura is not open anymore. Oh. So that's why I was like, hmm. If that comes back, I bet Maverick will come back. Yeah. The prodigal son will return and digest copious amounts of technology through his eyeballs with me <laughs> thousands of miles away <laughs> for hours on end. We're trying. We're trying. Shirking all I... responsibility and relationships in the process. <laughs> oh, that's that's the like, that's what Overwatch is. <laughs> if you're not careful, you know, slip and fall into an Overwatch hole. Oh, yeah, and then go, wait, what day of the week is it? Oh, my God, what time? I haven't, what, is Domino's open? I don't even know what's open anymore. I guess I'll just play another game. <laughs> another one. That's the uh, famous name, man, another one. Another one. So, shout out, Rusty, Bangin', Chuck Testa, Sinistone. You got a shout out? Uh, TFA Shadow, too. A shadow? I mean, there's so many people that we've played with. Oh, yeah. That that aren't listening. Some are. We appreciate you. Thank you. And with that, are we do, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, we are. Okay. About something. Well, we're doing the testosterone experiment. All oh, right. Yeah. And we, <laughs> we delayed doing this episode because we got some confusing results. Some very confusing results. Yeah. That I sent to so, you. Yeah. Before starting the experiment was at May 8th, and it was a morning testosterone level. We had it at 618 nanograms per deciliter. And then you got them rechecked after being on for a month. And what was that value? Oh, 343. So, <laughs> 318, I believe. Was it not? 343. Uh, 343, yeah. 343. On the 27th of June. On the 27th of June. Well, what do we say about that? That's what we call inconclusive results. <laughs> <laughs> that make no sense. If you were taking testosterone, it should have been at, you know, higher unless there was a, a missed dose before it. But yeah. you had taken the the week, the one one eighty milligrams, one sixty, or one sixty milligrams. You were doing Saturday injections. Mm -hmm. But I did miss a Saturday. Do you think that could have cut it in half? It could have, yeah, because then that would have 
suppressed your your like endogenous testosterone then it might have dipped below you cannot miss a dose on this you know you just really can't or i'm dipping into the three hundos but you dosed on the 24th before that like three days before three days before no that's the dose i missed Oh, okay. So what the 27th? Yeah. So I did it the Tuesday before the 20th, my birthday. Okay. And so you did the 20th. You I mean, did 180 or I 160, did. I mean? No. You just did the 80? I did 80. Okay. That might have been what did, what actually did it. Because after a week, that level would have started dropping off. And yeah, if we didn't get the second dose in, that would have So done. it could, yeah, that's probably why it's low. User error. This guinea pig just. <laughs> no more <laughs> no you know me and you were talking a little bit about these results a lot of bit about these results because yeah we like what the heck because to me i mean it, it would mean that we got to go higher right and with your hemoglobin the last time i mean the good news is your hemoglobin didn't jump up at all we didn't get any liver enzymes on the recheck mm. but the hemoglobin stayed stayed at 17.2 before we started it was 17 so that that's good I was on there. Pretty much didn't change, mm -hmm. which is good, I guess. And then the only other result that we got back that was kind of confusing was the vitamin D. That was that was low. The vitamin D three at twenty nine. At twenty nine, is that what it was? Mm -hmm. Oh wow! So what would you prescribe me on that? And could it have caused any kind of dip? I guess it could it have contributed to that confounding. Yeah, it could. A lot of like the symptoms that you get are the fatigue. And, you know, lack of energy with vitamin, like being low on vitamin D mm -hmm. also plays a role in your immune system, but you weren't getting sick at all or anything. Mm, no, I don't have any reason to believe that my immune system was under load. Is that what you're kind of hinting at? No, it could just be like, like compromise, like you'd be more prone to pick up an infection. Oh, yeah. No, mm, I don't think that there's any reason medically that I would have to be more susceptible or be immunocompromised in any way. I read what your physician told told you to do. Take two to five thousand units of vitamin D3 a day. That's I think that's reasonable. Usually what you want to do is do two months of 50,000 units once a week. And I think you told me that your girlfriend's doing the same thing, right? Isn't she on? That's right. 50,000. Uh, yeah, 50,000 once a week. And that's what's crazy to me is like, whoa, what, what, is, what what's in this house? Is there radon in here? <laughs> like what, what would cause us both to be chronically low on the vitamin D3? I mean, it wasn't, I'm being extreme. I was like barely in the low part of it, but it's pretty low. I mean, it's not high. So yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I was feeling that for those of you that don't know, I do in fact have brown skin. So I feel like it's summer. I'm in the sun constantly. I should be kind of like producing a little bit of my own, right? Yeah, you should. So it's confusing. It's to me, it's like all the results are confusing to me. You know, I talked to my doctor already or the physician because you're my doctor for this experiment. But I talked to my physician that ordered the labs and I was like, hey, these seem really weird because I've been supplementing with testosterone for a whole month. And so I was hoping to either be near the same or higher as before. And she sort of replied with, well, they're at least in the normal range. So could have been anything. And I'm like, okay, like could have been time of day. Mm, pretty. I mean, you tell me, Maverick, 
isn't it with guys you sort of like produce the most amount of testosterone that you're going to have at the beginning of the day and sort of mm -hmm. you just use it all day and then by the end of the day you go to sleep and wake up with a fresh batch in the morning right right yeah so. and yeah time of day can can impact that like if you take it too late or same thing like if you're under a lot of stress that can lower your testosterone levels because testosterone and cortisol they're like on a yin yang so the if cortisol level your stress level goes up boom testosterone goes down oh yeah i mean i can speak to that definitely some stress yeah i think you gotta uh which that's kind of what we talked about the last episode some of the confounding variables have sort of uh, made us lean in the direction that this experiment as a whole is pretty much inconclusive yeah right pretty much an utter failure but like you have no. to be honest if we're being honest, you know, but here's the other part. Did I get nothing out of this? No, I feel like I got some things out of it. I got some drive. I got some motivation, but it wasn't, it, I just wasn't at my baseline. Good news. I did get my CPAP. <laughs> yeah, that's very good news. After a month and a half. And I did, I remember journaling after dosing and waking up on Monday, this Monday morning, got it Sunday night. If my provider's listening, I'm super apologize. Hacked it. No, not hacked it. I just went into the provider settings, set my own parameters, you know, five centimeters H2O to 15 centimeters H2O or whatever it is. What's that mean, by the way? Is that H? That's the amount of uh, pressure that's being put out by the machine to keep okay. your lungs open. So I, because I just found my prescription and I set my settings. I woke up Monday morning and I snapped up. I was like, oh, yeah. This is going to be a good day. And then I finally go, I went and go see Bree and she's like, man, so what is up with you? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you're just like all kinds of joyful. And I'm like, well, I got sleep last night. I slept with my CPAP. I'm like, babe, this whole week's going to be good. This whole month's going to be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just, I felt like I had this like energy and it just sort of made me real happy, but then also kind of bummed out that we started our experiment and then a week later my car got stolen yeah which yeah, caused I mean, a series of you know cascading negative effects to our 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 results for this experiment you know and then thinking about the things that we wish we would have done beforehand with uh, measuring the variables that i was looking to improve right mm -hmm. yeah like in a almost like having a weight scale to measure weight and just see right you know, if, if weight loss actually occurred like we should have had a mood questionnaire like the PHQ-9, Hamilton D. Hamilton D. And then set that before, you know, maybe like halfway through and then at the end. And done the levels and everything. I was hoping that this episode we could say like, oh, we get the testosterone level back and it's like at 800, 900. And we're like, okay, well, at least we know your dose. Yeah. But now, yeah, now what it would tell me is to go up on your dose. <laughs> I don't know if... <laughs> If we're ready to do that. You're like, screw you getting mad and being in a bad mood. We got to ramp this up, man. We got to dose it even higher. Like, look, man, I'm looking to get you so amped up on testosterone that you run for the governor of California. That's all I'm trying to say. Nothing much, <laughs> but that. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I feel like I could lead a state into the ground. <laughs> Off hey, the, the rails. Bar, bar's not set that high. Well, sure. Just like this episode, you know, just kind of oh. off the rails, off the chain, you know? No, <laughs> we, no, we talked about it more. And, you know, for everybody listening, thanks for, you know, listening along and going with us through these sort of like growing pains of podcasting. This is really fun for us. We have a fun time. We like to plan out our episodes. We like to collaborate on ideas. And with that, we kind of were thinking about it and we thought we might 
redo this experiment again in a future series. And it'll be sort of like, you know, TRT 2.0, a.k.a. Juiced. Uh, yeah. Juiced. You got to say it like that, though. Or wait, juiced. if I was really juicing, it'd be like, juiced. Unless your voice gets lower. I don't know. So we talked about that. Like, we might revisit it because I just think... And, and you said this too, as a doctor, there's just so many variables that just threw everything off. Not enough yeah. measurable results to see. Yeah, we were hoping case study, we'd have, you know, everything stable in your life in terms of like not having any major changes. And then we could change one variable and that'd be your testosterone level and just see how, how you feel mentally and like energy wise. Yeah. Yeah. And it seemed like it was going to be a no brainer. You know, it seemed like everything was going to be perfect and easy because if I didn't minus one car, one CPAP and then Concerta, if I didn't, if I didn't minus those things or subtract those things, right, I would have, it would have been easier for me to add, you know, working out and, you know, other things to even bolster the experiment, you know, and sort of the results. I, it just was like, I was on catch up all day, every day could barely, you know, if I made it through the day. That was my victory. That's kind of how I was feeling. So, sorry. What what are we going to call this then? Myth busted? Inconclusive? I, I would say inconclusive. Yeah. Or to be continued. I mean, also, what are we, were we planning on repeating another testosterone level and stay on the dose? Get it nailed down and see if at least we have the dosing right for the next time? Right. Because based on what you were telling me, I was thinking we would have to go lower but based on the labs, it would seem like I would have to go higher. And what would it take if we increased? How long? Would it be like two weeks before I'm like, hey, listen, man, I know we went up, but I, I can't handle that, you know, or this is great. It's actually better because I needed that extra 10 milligrams. I would almost just want to do a full week of, of the dosing and then and repeat, but then not have like any missed doses or anything and then. Then we could get an accurate level because heard no misdoses. Because yeah. <laughs> we don't want to get your like suppressed testosterone level. We want to see what it is yep. on the regimen. On the regimen. But yeah. I also want to do like a cool off month, you know, where you don't do any. And then I think do that's... I need a month? Or do I need like fourteen days, twenty one days, maybe to get back to base? I would say a, a full month. Okay, and that that seems safe. Yeah. Okay, and well, you know we'll talk about about it more, but you know I I think that that would be. We got to redeem that. You know what I mean? We got to redeem this experiment because we're so stoked about it. But we're just little babies when in the podcast world. And, we, you know, we're getting used to it. But with that, what were we thinking about for another idea for the next series? We have a couple ideas. One of them that just kind of came up is that along with that cervical neck injury that you you had, was that going on two years ago? Yeah, 2021, just uh, October. And then you just had a meeting with a neurosurgeon? I did. I did this morning. It was kind of scary, but yeah, uh, he's recommending uh, disc replacement surgery. Sorry, I couldn't say it. Disc replacement surgery. So um, it was kind of scary because, I mean, it seems like a routine procedure for him, but I'm like, hey, that's a body part you're going to take out of my body. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's only one in 400,000 chance that you're going to die on the table. I'm like, listen, man, that's not high enough for me right now. <laughs> not today, not this morning, like one in a million. One in a million, I'll show up tomorrow, dude. But it's not really that. It's not like the fear of dying as much as I really feel like there's other things that I could do beforehand that I have not tried to, number one, alleviate pain, inflammation, and increase my flexibility because I have to kink my neck 
or my head to the right all day or else it pinches my nerve. And just run through everything that you have tried because you told me about it, but you've done some other and pretty like high level stuff in terms of treatment for, for disc bulge. But what have you gone through? So, yeah, I have done. So I started with the injury. I've done chiropractic care. I've done massage therapy. Then I moved to physical therapy, acupuncture and steroid injections. Done two rounds. The first round worked for about a month. It's kind of great. The second round or injection lasted me about two days. And so to them, that was a failure in the uh, sort of process. And I've also tried oral steroids as well. Those seem to really work, but I feel like that's the inflammation part of everything. Hey, everyone, we are back. Zoom ended our meeting and we did not expect it. So that was a little abrupt, but we are back. I had just gotten done explaining to Maverick the treatments that I've already tried for my neck injury on my cervical spine. And we were, I believe we were kind of hinting at what we wanted to do about that. Isn't that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think based on what you told me with doing all the oral steroids, doing the physical therapy, doing the rehab, doing the injections, and then still having noticeable strength and sensation loss on the left side. Mm. Yeah, the next step would be surgery. So... It's time to get back in the lab and put our hats on. I think we have another experiment in mind to try alternative methods for the cervical disc herniation, try and help out with that narrowing and compression of his nerve. We'll be doing yoga. There has been one experiment that showed complete resolution in two weeks of a 54-year-old female with cervical disc herniation. Wow. So, I mean, and it was, guess what, case study. Which one? The one that I read. Oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah. So just like us, just one person, one treatment, variable, and then the outcome. Yeah. It's a little closer to home. And she had a great outcome. We're hoping for a great outcome too. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, we already talked about it, but surgery wouldn't, isn't my first option. And so I'd love to try something else for just a little bit of time. And I think yoga could be a great way to do it. How are we going to measure or do we, are we, are we trying to turn this into an experiment? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the experiment would be a 30-day yoga challenge. And then like the variables that we'll be measuring against is one, the you have a physical exam that you had done with the neurosurgeon yep. that documented all the weakness on the left side. And then so, you know, in a month you'd have the follow-up with that neurosurgeon and see if, you know, he still thinks surgery is the best option. Mm -hmm. And then the variable that we change is do the 30-day yoga challenge and we're planning on having like a google calendar and hangout so that people could join mm -hmm. and follow along if they want to like i'll be doing it just for rock climbing see if i can climb a little bit harder mm -hmm. like i'm a solid 5 11 some 5 12 but if i could get even higher than that that would be great did you say 5 12 some 5 12s yeah oh okay what is the 5 12 it's just like the grading system that they use for climbing oh so anything you have to climb starts with a five. And then the number that follows it, the point system is like how hard it is. So a five, seven, it's pretty much like climbing a ladder and then it goes up. Like you go to five, nine. Now you really have to look for the holds. Yeah. And then five, they just keep getting smaller and harder. Well, let's get you that five, 12, bro. Yeah. Well, and then I think that, you know, if you have any aches and pains and whatever else, I mean, yoga can't hurt. So that's kind yeah. of what I'm going with it. Can't hurt. Got to be something positive that comes out of it. And how, what was there another metrics we wanted to, we were thinking about? We're thinking about 
also comparing the right and the left side on a bicep curl, a preacher okay. curl with just a single dumbbell and see what a one rep max would be on the right versus the left. And then at the end of the experiment, yeah, we're getting into the nitty gritty, but yeah, no, we can, you know, because I do have loss of a slight loss of strength in my left arm uh, that's been measured. So that's what we're kind of hinting at is that an improvement would mean hopefully maybe a widening of sort of the nerve around the nerve. That way I get sensation back. That way I get strength back because I haven't really been moving that much. I haven't been really lifting that much. So a stretch sort of like exercise makes sense, body weight, all that stuff. And a lot of the poses and everything, you know, are aimed at like trying to help decompress the spine. Right. And then another uh, metric that we talked about was that if I couldn't do a pose at all, right, or if I hold a pose as long as they were holding the pose, that the improvement on that would be some of its musculature, but the other part might be, you know, nerve stuff. So, yeah. As Captain sees me just writing this down. (laughs) He's like furiously taking notes right now, and I'm deeply scared for my life. What's going to happen next? I think, in all honesty, it'll be either surgery or no surgery. Right. You know? Either way, I I don't want to have to do it, but if it has to happen, it has to happen, right? But let's give it a shot. Yeah, there's no harm in experimenting. Well, I wouldn't say that about everything. (laughs) Pineapple. (laughs) Yeah. In this case. In this case, something that has helped out a 54-year-old female with this. All right. Yeah, no, that's right. So I, I, I think that's, is that it? That's it. We're not, yeah, we're not going to shoot from the hip. Well, we're not taking a, you know, a swing at anything, but it's an educated guess to do the experiment. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, did we uh, give a shout out to our sponsors yet? I don't think we did. We didn't. No, we didn't. Uh, do we have any sponsors for this episode? Boy, um, I'm just looking around my house right now and I'm not seeing any sponsors. But as always, the old faithfuls. Zen, three milligram this time. Cinnamon. Nice. Might have to bid you farewell very soon. Mm-hmm. And C4 Energy Drink. Hey. Promo code guinea pig. Promo code guinea pig. Type it in anywhere on your computer and nothing will happen. Oh, I mean, something might happen. I don't know what kind of computer. Eventually. Eventually <laughs> something will happen. But yeah. I think we also need to give a shout out to uh, Woody Harrelson for just hanging in there with us all season. (laughs) And after an epic fail, it's time to nut up or shut up. We'll see you next time, guys. We'll see you next time.